Welcome to or welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Phillips, and my goal is to empower you to take that next step on your health and fitness journey. As a fitness, health, and lifestyle entrepreneur, I will share with you stories of triumph, struggle, optimism, and empowerment in all aspects of fitness and health from myself and many guests who have overcome the same obstacles you are working through today. Let's dive into today's topic and get you some actionable steps to apply to your journey. everyone welcome back to the fitness empowerment podcast where we talk about all things fitness food and travel today I'm pretty pumped we're gonna talk mostly about food and from a perspective I haven't shared too much about on this podcast yet but before we get into that episode I want to talk to y'all about an organic meal prep company that I am partnering with I'm kind of an affiliate for them I have been obsessed with their food for about six months now it's called Caspiana catering and meal prep and they are you know local organic to Northwest uh, Louisiana so the Shreveport Bossier City um, area they would love to expand but right now they're just local so if you are local this is for you if not this is still for you because it's good information that you can take and apply to some of the maybe local organic farms or farmers markets or things like that that are near you and compare them to some other restaurants and things like I'm gonna do for you today so a little bit about them like I said they're an organic meal prep company Jessica Comages is the owner and CEO of this company and her hashtag is eat pretty. So everything that she makes is absolutely beautiful and it tastes good and it has tons and tons of healthy fats and healthy high fiber carbohydrates and moderate to high protein and it's just amazing. Some of her stuff is vegan or vegetarian. Some of it includes chicken and includes seafood. So there's a little bit of something for everybody. And I do have a special link and discount code for you if you are interested in this in any items from them. It does get you 15% off, so you can click that if you want to. It does support me. I do make a small commission every time you purchase something using that link. It does not charge you anything extra, but it does go back to support me. So I appreciate you for supporting me and for supporting this company if you are local. But what I want to really talk to you about is a little food comparison. I just find this super interesting. If you know me at all or you followed me on social media, I track my macronutrients or my fats my carbs and my protein so I really find it important to take a look at nutrition facts everywhere I go with everything that I eat so I wanted to take one of the items that she has on this week's menu granted her menu changes every week she keeps some staple items but this item is one that I had in this past week and it is simply fabulous it is a blackberry pistachio paleo gluten-free muffin I'm gonna compare that um, nutrition fact wise and price wise to the blueberry muffin with yogurt and honey from Starbucks so I'm super excited to go through this so I'm gonna read to you the description that she has for this on her website so she says blackberries are a summer delicacy with amazing antioxidant properties that boost immunity improve brain function and slow aging she uses balanced healthy fats that are in pistachios and almonds and pasture-raised eggs that give lasting energy along with high protein 
Um, she uses high protein almond flour, coconut flour, and pasteurized raised eggs. And then it's paleo. It does contain nuts and eggs. So blackberries, yes, they are, you know, a summer delicacy. They're also super high in fiber. So while you're getting some of those natural sugars from fruit and from berries, berries are super high in fiber. And I do find that most of my clients, when they first start working with me, they're not getting enough fiber. So I think it's really imp important to focus on foods that do have high fiber. So the main nutrition facts on this muffin, well, first of all, when you order this, you will receive two muffins per container and the nutrition facts that are on the container are per single muffin, not for two, for one. So for one single muffin, 230 calories, 13 grams of fat, and these are healthy fats, 29 grams of carbs, and that does include fiber. I think it's like seven or eight grams, and then five grams of protein. So I definitely consider using this as like a pre-workout or a morning breakfast snack that's gonna tide you over for a couple of hours. So if you double that for the entire container, since there's two muffins, 460 calories, 26 grams of fat, 58 grams of carbs, and 10 grams of protein. So if you need one, if you know you don't need a ton of food in the morning, just have one. Or if you need two because you know you're going to have maybe four or five hours before your next meal, have both of them. Now let's compare this to the Starbucks muffin. I'm not talking bad about Starbucks. Lord knows I love Starbucks. And if it's in a pinch and I need some carbs and I'm on the go, this would probably be a decent option. But Let's compare them. So the singular blueberry muffin with yogurt and honey from Starbucks is 380 calories, 16 grams of fat, 53 grams of carbs, and six grams of protein. So for one single muffin, it's more fat, almost twice as many carbs, and a little bit more protein for the single muffin. But if you doubled that, I mean, now you're looking at over 700 calories for two of those muffins from Starbucks. Now the difference in pricing, two of the muffins from Caspiana Catering is $5.50, which if you use the discount code for 15% off, it ends up being $4.68 per two muffins. For the single muffin from Starbucks, $2.45. So you do come out on top price-wise if you get the two muffins from Caspiana Catering versus maybe getting two muffins from Starbucks. So just something to consider. I hope this was interesting for you. I love comparing nutrition facts with different restaurants and things like that and trying to find what's going to be most optimal for me and for my nutrition and for my health and you know my lifestyle. So I hope you can take this and apply it to your life. Comment down below. Let me know what your thoughts are if you do try these items and I will talk to y'all in the episode. All right, welcome to episode 43, and before we get into the meat of this content, which is going to be very interesting, I've shared a little bit of this on my IGTV stories, so I'll be going a little bit more in depth here, but there's a couple of announcements I'm going to go into depth in at the end of this episode, so just so you know what's coming up, I had an amazing client, Annette give me a testimony via audio from our time that we worked together on her fitness and nutrition. So I have put that at the end of this episode. It is so sweet. I was tearing up a little bit because it's so authentic and it just warms my heart to know how I've reached somebody through our work together. So I'm really proud of her and I just really thank her for being able to talk about how she feels and what she has accomplished and being able to send that to me. And if you haven't heard her yet. She was actually in a previous episode. She shared her story about Catholicism and spiritual health. So 
If you haven't checked that out, I'll link her episode number below and you can check that out. But it was a really great episode and she is so sweet. And I'm really grateful for her. So that testimony will be at the end of this episode. I will also be giving a little bit of information about a nutrition workshop that I have coming up in about two weeks on July 14th. So more info about that at the end of this episode. I will go over a little bit of an announcement for my Disney ebook that's coming out and then just tell you who our podcast guest is for this upcoming Sunday. So diving into the meat and potatoes of this episode, you can see from the title of this episode, it's about nutrition, nutrition struggles and a per- perspective from a nutrition coach. So in this case, I'm talking about my perspective and I'm hoping that this gives you more insight on where I come from as a competitive bodybuilder and a nutrition coach. And hopefully you can find some of this relatable even if you are not competing as a bodybuilder or a competitive athlete, but as somebody who maybe is supporting another individual who you care about who is either dieting, going through some sort of a diet phase of life, or maybe somebody you care about is going through a phase of maybe athletic, you know, extremity, extremes, you know, like an extreme sport. (laughs) So that's what we're talking about today because I've gotten, well, I had my first bikini bodybuilding show of the season. It was my first national show and I've gotten a lot of questions. And when I try to explain some of the things I'm going through right now, It's, I think, a little bit of a struggle for somebody to understand when they are coming from a mindset of working towards a healthy lifestyle and they might be dieting or working on their fitness simply to become healthy for a long-term sustainable lifestyle versus me who I feel I have reached a point of healthy long-term sustainable lifestyle. Of course, that will adapt and change as time goes on, but at this point for me, And for somebody you might know, if they're in this phase of extreme sports or dieting or bodybuilding, we're not at a point of, I'm doing this for health. We're at a point where we're doing this because it's a challenge and we have these goals and it's an extreme sport and we're trying to take this to an extreme level. And I know I can already hear and see the facial expressions from a lot of the moms and parents out there who are like, no, you shouldn't be losing too much weight and you shouldn't do that to yourself. I get it, I do, I totally do. And yes, you're totally right. There is a point where you need to recognize and where I will need to recognize, and this is why I have a coach, where there is a certain limit and a certain place where I have to say, okay, this is enough, this is where I need to stop and where I need to bring things back to a balance. So I do wanna let you all know that I am aware that there is there is a level of maybe unhealthy or healthy competitiveness before it gets too unhealthy. When it gets to a point where hormones are unbalanced and maybe for females where you've lost your period, your menstrual cycle, again, that's the same as hormone imbalance and things like that. Yes, that is an extreme where you have to be willing to say, okay, this is enough. This is a little too hard on my body. I'm not functioning well. Like this has to stop and we have to kind of reverse this process. But right now I can assure you that 
I am eating plenty of food. In fact, I'm eating more food this season than I have in both of my previous seasons. I'm eating higher fats, higher carbohydrates, and about the same amount of protein as I have in previous years, and I am leaner. So there is a scientific process and approach to this, and everybody's body is a little bit different, so I'm not going to go over exactly what I'm eating because it's just not necessary for this conversation, but to share... I guess we'll start more with the weekend and some of the struggles that I dealt with and that your loved one might be dealing with when they come to the end of a dieting phase. Yes, I'm still dieting, but kind of the show or the end of somebody's diet, you get to a point where you can have some of these fun foods again that you've restricted yourself from. And it's almost like this excitement and this release and this, oh, I have this freedom for a couple of days or in the case of being finished completely with the dieting phase when you've reached your goal. In this case, my goal was, okay, I got on stage on the national level stage. That was my goal. And so after that goal was reached, then, you know, there's this freedom. There's like, oh my gosh, I can have some more things. I can, I'm released from this bondage, if you will. <laughs> so... It is a struggle, even for those of us who, you know, do nothing but nutrition and fitness day in and out. Like, I love this, and it is still hard for me sometimes. It is it's not just always easy because this is something I do all the time, so I want to let you know that, yes, I am human, and yes, it is, it is fun, and I love it, but it is not always easy. And even though I have approached this in the healthiest way I know how to, and I have not completely restricted myself from anything. I have, I think, done a really great job this year of really moderating the types of foods that I intake. And yes, I have limited a lot of processed foods, which I think everybody should probably do. I haven't completely said, no, I can't have anything. But at the same time, because I've eliminated a lot of these processed foods, and I'm used to eating all these whole nutrient-dense foods, by the time my show was finished last Friday, I was definitely in a place of, like my mindset was, oh, I should be hungry. I should go eat lots of food and I should be able to enjoy it, which I did a little bit of. And at the same time, it wasn't as enjoyable kind of as I had wanted it to be. And I say that because my body is so used to eating all of this unprocessed food that the second I went and had a bunch of processed food, which I was allowed to go ha have an enjoyable meal, and I ended up splitting after my show a half of a pizza and a half of a burger, and I had some french fries, and I was full at that point. But then I felt like I could, I should keep eating. I'm like, oh, my dieting phase is done. I should keep eating. I should be able to keep eating when in reality my body is like, you're not used to eating this much food. You need to stop eating. But that's a battle with the mind. And even though I've done this for several years now, I still forgot to really put that in place for post-show thinking, you don't, like I didn't tell anybody or I didn't tell myself, I didn't write it down saying, Danny, you don't have to eat more food. You don't have to go out and have processed food just because you can. You don't have to eat half the burger and half the pizza and half the french fries. You don't have to do this. Just because I could didn't mean I had to. And that is something that now I'm putting in place 
for my next show and letting my assistant and my friends and family and anybody that I'm going to be around for the next couple of days after the next show, letting them know, hey, I am, you know, I want to enjoy some fun things with you, but I physically know I am not going to be capable of doing that because if I try to do that, even though I can, like even though I am allowed to, I have the ability to, I'm going to feel unwell. I'm going to be uncomfortably, uncomfortably bloated <laughs> because my body is not used to digesting these things. It's going to have a hard time taking all these calorie-dense foods versus nutrient-dense foods and actually processing them. And that, in turn, makes me feel physically unwell all weekend. And it takes me then three, four, five days of being back on track with my normal types of foods before I get back into a groove of feeling well and being fun to be around again. So it's kind of, I think, a word to the wise for anybody who is around somebody else who's dieting is understand that even though they have reached a goal, they are going to have a very difficult time if they have restricted themselves for any period of time from certain foods. They are physically going to have a hard time eating a lot of food that they don't normally eat. So just keep that in mind is even though you're excited for them that they've reached a goal and you want to be able to celebrate with them, you have to be understanding and be able to celebrate with them within reason and let them know, let them know, hey, I am so proud of you. This is awesome that you've reached your goal. We totally want to celebrate with you, but please let us know if this is too much, we get it. We're not going to push all this extra food on you. We're not going to go out and get pizza and beer and ice cream because that might be too much. Maybe you just need the pizza. Maybe you need one slice of pizza and some grilled chicken. You know, try to help them find some moderation so that they feel like they can celebrate their win, but not go overboard. And I'm not blaming anybody else around me. I did not set the expectation. I did tell some of my family that I I was looking for some fruits and vegetables the, the next day, which I did end up having. And at the same time, it was almost a little bit of self-sabotage because I felt like I hadn't had any fibrous fruits or veggies in a couple of days. So then I tried to eat all that on top of some of the unhealthy foods and it was just kind of a mess in my head and I didn't know how to communicate that properly. So, you know, I'm still learning, even though I might know in my head what would be optimal, that doesn't necessarily come out in the proper actions because I might not know how to relay that to the people around me or I kind of feel obligated to go out and do fun things because I know other people around me want to go out and do fun things or they want to eat what's normal for them which isn't normal for me and I feel kind of obligated to do that with my friends and family so it's kind of a balance and it takes a lot of communication and it's definitely something I have not mastered yet but I'm working on so I'm hoping that by sharing this and my experience that you might be able to get past these hurdles for yourself if you're dieting or are in the process of coming up on completing a dieting phase or achieving a goal, or if you are supporting somebody who is working on a, a goal like this. Now, the second part of this conversation is more geared towards what what is bodybuilding? Is it an extreme sport? What does that mean? Like, what is an extreme sport? And 
I guess this is also a communication piece on my end of how do I properly communicate this to those around me and let them know that I appreciate their love and their support and their concern for me. And at the same time, letting them know that I've chosen this past this path and I have this really specific goal and I'm going to do what it takes to get there. And in this case, I, so this is my third season competing as a bikini bodybuilder. And this is a lot more than simply getting on stage in heels and a bikini and having pretty hair and makeup. I work my behind off. I mean, I'm in the gym two to three hours a day for years, for years working on this goal. It's not just showing off a, a beach bikini body. This is, I lift really heavy weights. I pay really close attention to my diet and my nutrition. I really work on symmetry and trying to achieve this really beautiful physique that I'm then judged on and I'm compared on. And I know that when people see me in the gym, they think that I have a really great physique and that I don't need to do anything more to it. And I just want to let anybody listening know that it's not that I don't believe that I have a beautiful physique and that I'm happy with it. It's that I started off competing at a regional level and then I started competing at regional level that were shows that were national qualifying shows. And then at the end of my last season, I became nationally qualified. And so now I'm competing at a national level and I'm trying to become a pro athlete in the bodybuilding world. So I would compare this to, you know, another, maybe another sport, maybe like going from college football to be trying to become a pro or going from minor league baseball or college baseball to the minor leagues or to, to major league baseball or basketball, these pro athletes or want to be pro athletes are working out for hours and hours a day. They have coaches, they're focusing on nutrition, they're doing physical therapy, they're doing massage therapy, they're doing cryotherapy, they're doing so many things because this is their job and part of this is my job. I want to show off that I can live this healthy, long-term, sustainable lifestyle while showing that I can come in and out of a diet phase and control that. So I am, I'm trying to become a pro athlete, meaning I really have very specific goals. And I, I know, I know it's really awkward when I tell people that to be competitive, I might need to lose five to 10 more pounds when I'm already at a very lean physique compared to somebody who is simply trying to live a healthy lifestyle. As I mentioned before, I, I have achieved the healthy lifestyle and I'm taking it to an extreme for a short period of time. This is not something that I'm doing because I think that I'm not good enough in my everyday lifestyle. This is a place that I want to take myself and challenge myself to reach because I want to become a pro athlete. And becoming a pro doesn't mean I get to a certain level of leanness and then stay there. It means I get there, I work really, really hard, I reach this goal after I put in the work and then I slowly reverse myself out of this. And that piece I think needs to apply to anybody that is going through a dieting phase. At the end of that phase, there is a proper way and approach to slowly, you know, reboot your metabolism and bring yourself out of the dieting phase and back into a maintenance phase of your health and fitness lifestyle. 
So I do believe there's a certain point that, you know, I mentioned earlier that you need to evaluate and kind of reverse yourself from that. And I think that has a lot to do with, you know, how is your diet affecting your lifestyle? Is it affecting your lifestyle? Is it affecting your ability to think and to perform your job outside of, you know, your, your gym performance? Or is your gym performance failing? You know, are you getting to a place where you really are kind of starving yourself and putting yourself in a starvation mode? Have you reached plateaus that you cannot seem to break past? Are you spending, you know, more time in the gym than you can actually handle? And I think that's where having a coach comes in handy because they help you determine from an outside perspective, like, do you have the ability to push for an extra month or two to really fine tune things and reach this goal? Or is it time to take a break and maybe take an off season or an improvement season and rebuild your metabolism and put on some muscle size and things like that. And I really kind of adore my coach for having that outside perspective for me and for all of his other clients because he can say hey i think you're close you know maybe you've placed top three top five in a couple of shows and we just have a couple fine-tuned tweaks to make and you're right there you're right there getting your pro card or he might say hey you know you've improved a lot this season but really to be competitive you need to take some time off you need to take at least six months to a year off you need to put on some muscle size we need to rebuild your metabolism a little bit and come back bigger better stronger and leaner in the next season and be able to diet on more calories next season maybe do a little less cardio next season by improving during your off season so i do feel like i have things in place to ensure that i don't take the extreme to a place that is unhealthy to an extreme if that makes any sense i really hope this is coming across correctly i just i've been getting this question a lot lately since i've returned and it's hard to explain via like a three to five minute conversation where i'm coming from and why based on my photos and things i didn't win and i don't think i deserve to win i think there's no i think it was totally possible had you know i done some things differently but just because i worked really hard compared to what my normal work hard is and i put myself on a national stage doesn't mean that i'm you know worthy of receiving a pro athlete card my, the first time i step on a national stage it's just not realistic it's the same thing as putting you know a rookie out on the nfl pro field and expecting them to you know play the best game of their life no you it takes time it just takes time and based on a photo you don't see what the judges saw from their angle at that moment in time and you didn't see me compared to the women who maybe have been working for years and years I mean the girls who were winning their pro cards this past weekend some of them have been on the been in multiple multiple shows for national level shows and they have been you know focused on their posing and focused on their um physique conditioning and getting the judges feedback and making tweaks and changes for months and months and some of them years and years so for me to just expect to come in and win my first national show is not realistic i i haven't put in the work it's not to say that somebody can't do that but it's not realistic to expect that to happen on my first time you know i got my feet wet i was very fortunate to have the opportunity to step on this national stage and to be challenged against girls who have 
been on the stage many, many times before me. And I think it is really, you know, you win or you learn. And honestly, I think because this was such a learning experience, I did win. I won because I stepped on the stage. I put myself out there. I put myself at a level that I haven't competed at before. And that's really cool. And now I have a very humbling, realistic expectation of what I need to do in order to be even better. So I, I'm going to wrap this up here as far as my little, I guess, soapbox speech is concerned. I hope this helps everybody to maybe understand the perspective of a bodybuilding athlete and maybe somebody who is dieting and how we might struggle no matter what stage of conditioning or lifestyle we're in when we're coming out of a diet and how we can kind of set the stage up for some realistic expectations for reaching our next level and for properly coming out of a dieting phase. And, you know, if you maybe do or don't have a coach, maybe you can take this and understand what they should be helping you along with and how their outside perspective should help shape you. So if you have any questions about this or, you know, any comments that you would like to share, I really do invite that. And again, I just hope this was me putting out information and a perspective. This is not me lashing out at anybody or saying that anybody's doing anything wrong or saying that I don't appreciate anybody's, you know, concern for my health because I absolutely do. I'm just hoping that this provides more information on where I'm coming from and maybe how you can be there to support other people going through something similar. So that is it for the episode. And then as far as some quick announcements, I am hosting a nutrition workshop at Sleek Physique Boutique Gym in Shreveport, Louisiana on Saturday, July 14th from 11 to 12.30. And that's going to include a protein meal. I'm going to speak for about an hour on a couple different topics discussing how to read nutrition fact labels, how to measure food properly and do some portion control, and then the different phases of dieting, so pre, during, and post-diet. And then special guest Dr. Karen Pendleton is going to come and speak a little bit about hydration and water and the different types that are out there and kind of alkaline versus, you know, acidic water and the body and kind of how all that relates. I get asked questions all the time about water and how much people should drink and what type they should drink. So this is going to answer a lot of questions for those of you. Again, a protein meal is going to be provided. There will be snacks too. It's going to be $30 for any members of Sleek Physique or any clients of mine and then $45 for anybody that's a non-member, but anybody is welcome to attend. I do have to have a head count no later than um, Friday the 13th so that I can make sure I have enough food for Saturday morning. Limited space is available. So if you want to sign up and you're interested, email me at danny at the That email will be linked in the show notes below and it'll be on Instagram and everywhere else. I have social media, so you'll be able to find it in different places. The Healthy Disney ebook is still in the works. It's in the editing phases. My assistant is working on some beautiful covers so it'll be available hopefully within the next week or two for pre-order on amazon and kindle so i'm really excited about that and then next sunday so in a couple of days 
The podcast guest is Dr. Kim from All The Way Chiropractic in Shreveport, Louisiana. And we just talk about the difference between you know, chiropractors and physical therapists and massage therapists and why it's important to have chiropractic therapy incorporated into your healthy lifestyle and how you can work on some of those things while you're traveling and on the go and you know maintaining a busy lifestyle and things like that. So I'm really excited to share that episode with you. I I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here. I hope this wasn't too rambly for you, but I did want to just share my thoughts and my perspective and point of view on a couple of these topics today. So if you love this information and you can't wait to listen to the next episode, make sure you hit subscribe, whether you're on iTunes or the Apple Podcast app or SoundCloud or Anchor or any of that jazz. Other than that, I'm going to cut my voice off and let you listen to the testimony from Annette. It's just absolutely beautiful. So thank you all so much. I love you and I will talk to you on Sunday. Bye. Thank you, Danny, for helping me on my fitness journey, helping me eat better, helping me look at fitness and exercising and just eating healthy as a positive thing and not a negative thing. Um, I hear your voice in my head every time I go to the grocery store or out to eat before I order. And you've made working out and eating healthy such a positive thing whereas before I just had this negative outlook at it and I didn't want to do it I thought it was hard I didn't think I could be where I wanted to be health wise and you know like since working with you and you holding me accountable it's been the best thing ever so I just want to say thank you thank you for being a friend thank you for being the greatest trainer ever and just thank you for being you so much for spending time with me today and listening to the fitness empowerment podcast if you felt empowered to make a change in your life and take the next step on your health and fitness journey then please do me a favor and take a moment to share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message this podcast is available via itunes soundcloud and anchor which shares to a multitude of other platforms so make sure you check out the platform that you enjoy most and if you really truly do enjoy this content then please do me another favor and go over to itunes give this podcast a five-star rating and an honest review and that will truly help the podcast to grow and reach as many people as possible so thank you in advance for that Also, if you know of someone, perhaps a friend or family member that has been through a huge struggle in their fitness and health journey and they have overcome that struggle, please pass them on to me. I would love to hear about their journey and share it with the rest of the world. Until next time, cheers to your next leap of strength.